Welcome back to the Anytime Sports Podcast Show. I'm your co-host, Colin. I'm here with my other co-host, Andrew. Say something. Um, let's go. We're in college now. You know, we're on to figure better things. But you know what's also bigger and better is the NFL season just started. So... Get right into but, what games we have. Let's seen get so into far. the Thursday night game: Buffalo Bills beat the Los Angeles Rams thirty-one to ten. What were your thoughts on the game? Oh, the game was absolutely fantastic to start off the year. I feel also, I mean, on the Bills' part, I feel like the, um, I feel like um, Bills actually performed great. Josh Allen looked phenomenal. Stephon Diggs had a great game. Josh Allen was 26 for 30, 31, 297 yards. Matthew Stafford, on the other hand, he was 29 for 41, 240 yards. Three interceptions. Not the Matthew Stafford we saw last year. You know, like you said, you could take the Detroit out of, or you could take Matthew Stafford out of Detroit, but not the Detroit out of Matthew Stafford. But I'm not saying much because that was week one. I, I don't like that saying as much as I just think he needed a little bit more time. Yeah to heal up and, and be better. He didn't he didn't spend much time in training camp. He kind of like sat out almost mm-hmm. did, and he didn't really look well with his wide receivers, whereas in that time that a lot of other quarterbacks meshed with their new wide receivers. He had Allen Robinson there. They haven't really meshed well, yeah. but that'll come as the season goes on. I'm not really worried about the LA Rams right now. I think they'll, I think they'll do very, very well, but the Buffalo Bills did come out to play early. They did, and Josh Allen looked phenomenal in this game. Yeah, and he also going twenty six and thirty one for two ninety seven and three touchdowns. He did have they did have four turnovers on the day, and they still won thirty one to ten. But if they clean up that, they can definitely be a Super Bowl team. Yeah, Josh Allen has a lot to prove. These last couple of years, he's gotten beaten the AFC Championship by the Chiefs every single year. So this year, he feels like he's, he's got to do. It. I think if he if he performs, if he does, if he plays how Josh Allen, we know Josh Allen could play. Most definitely MVP candidate, I think. Clean up the turnovers, and I think we can we can talk in that aspect. Mm-hmm. I think he is definitely right now, probably, he's probably second on the MVP board right now, in my opinion. Yeah, but, second uh, behind who? Brady. Uh, Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes yeah, yeah. had a phenomenal day. He did. Brady also he, did pretty he good definitely too. Definitely deserves right now after week one the MVP mm-hmm. conversation. I think he's a lot, a lot better. But let's move into the next game. That in a rainy, cold day on Soldiers Field, the Bears ended up getting a win against the 49ers in a surprising fashion, winning 19-10. to 10. What are your thoughts on the game? Absolutely fantastic game. I know from a Bears fan's aspect, we love love to see our, our guys succeeding. I mean, overall for both both quarterbacks, it wasn't a great game. Also, wasn't the greatest game to pass just because of the conditions. Trey Lance was 39 for 28, one interception, 164 yards. Justin Fields was 8 for 17, 121 yards and one interception. Um, really, Debo couldn't get off. He was, had 52 yards and a touchdown. Also, same thing for Fields. He rarely passed the ball. David Montgomery had three receptions. Dante Pettis, you know, he had the long run. Uh, Darnell Mooney only had one target that game. I feel like it was a hard game to pass in general. That's why it was a strictly running game. But overall, um, Chicago Bears, things were a bit shaky in the beginning. Started to pull get together in the end. I like the new management for this team. As for the 49ers, that's not the end. You can't judge Trey Lance off of the very first game of the season and his first time actually starting an NFL game is given those conditions. So excited to see for both these teams what they got in store. Um, Yeah. Uh, with the bears, I mean, that was ugly. It was, if any of the bears are going to win any more games this season, it's going to look like this. I mean, 
this is probably they the first half was probably the worst offense I've seen. And it's just what the Bears just are. They're not a very good offense. They're not a very good not a very good team. But they ended up getting the job done. I think in the second half they definitely looked a lot better on the offensive side. It kinda kicked off with a fluke touchdown play. I mean you'll get those every once in a while, but you can't get those all the time. So you gotta Put that in perspective with Justin Fields running for his life. I think he did a good job managing the game. Yep. It always feel like I think Iberflus did a good job at keeping the guys together. I know down um, ten to nothing in the third quarter when he you can't get anything done. You mm-hmm. can't. Um, you're down by that much, and you just can't. He kept the guys in it. They all believed that they could win that game, or just or keep fighting. And if you keep the guys, keep fighting, keep wanting to out of it they can i mean with the weather prohibiting what how it did um surprise fields i mean in in more games he's to in order to win games he's gonna have to throw the ball more than eight times yeah uh and complete more than well he, he threw more than eight but he's gonna need to complete more than eight um i think they're in for a rude awakening come uh next week but i think i'll be an interesting i game. think as of right now as of right now i think I mean, it, all the pressure's on the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers were a team that went to – they were the Final Four team, basically. And they uh, they were, like, about three minutes away from going to the Super Bowl with uh, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. So I think it's very interesting there and how that dynamic – I mean, Kyle Shanahan – with without Jimmy G is very bad. His record is mm-hmm. atrocious. Yeah, and I think Trey Lance. I think if he keeps losing and if he keeps not performing, I think it's going to get very loud in San Francisco, and I don't, I don't like to see that. And I because this team's very talented, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just see from there. But it was a very bad showing for the Forty Nine ers yesterday. Yep, and also if worse comes to worse, they still got Jimmy G. All right, on to the next game. Uh, Saints and Falcons. Falcons, a classic Falcons choke, per oh, usual, letting up 17 points in the fourth quarter. Um, and Jameis Winston was 23 for 34, 269 yards. Marcus Mariota was 20 for 33, 215 yards. Also, um, great first half for these Falcons, but not great second half. We know Falcons' second half football isn't the greatest. Um, also, what I like from the Saints is I threw Taysom Hill in there for a couple carries, like kind of like what the Raiders were doing last year with Marcus Mariota, how they throw him in because he's got this scrambling. He had a big scramble for about, yeah, 57 yards, which is great for them. Great to have that uh, two-quarterback ability. And Jameis is back. We know that. Slant boy's back, two touchdowns, but only five receptions. So what are your opinions on this game? Uh, I like the Fal- I like how the Falcons looked a lot. I think they blew it in Falcons fashion. Yeah. But, um... I definitely think the Falcons did did surprise me a lot. They they actually said Cordell Patterson, you're our leading rusher. You know, 22 carries, 120 yards. He did very well in that situation. Drake London got his first debut. So I think there's a lot of positives to go off the Atlanta Falcons and how they perform. I think if they smooth up a few things or two and uh, get the offense rolling a bit better and get some stops on defense, I think they were just a couple stops away from actually winning this game. Because um, this was one off of a field goal, so I think uh, Jameis on the other side. I think Jameis played uh, pretty well. He did get banged up in this one, but I think he's he was all right. He played uh, pretty good. I mean, Taysom Hill really took over at least a couple of those drives where he ran the ball. He had only four carries for 81 yards and a touchdown, but he 
he, he did very well in those those four carries. I I think um, Michael Thomas is back. Two touchdown grabs in that game, absolutely insane. Five yep. receptions for fifty-seven yards and two touchdowns. That's an absolutely good stat line. Jarvis Landry did pretty good with seven receptions, one hundred fourteen yards. Mm-hmm. He 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 played pretty well. I mean, everyone on that uh, New Orleans offense played pretty well. I mean, Mark Ingram did have a fumble, but um. And uh, they didn't really get Elton Kamara going. I mean, he got nine carries for 39 yards is what it is. But yeah. uh, I'd like to see him get more involved in the offense. I did li- like this New Orleans Saints team. I think there could be a dark horse to, to make something happen in the NFC that uh, nobody – we don't know who's going to be the mm-hmm. the dogs in the NFC. So I did like this. Uh, the Saints clawed their way back. Jameis led, led their way back. I mean, he had to lean them back. I mean, we got to give him credit for that. That's a – uh, seven. They had to score seventeen points to win in the fourth quarter. They had to score seventeen. They ended up scoring seventeen. So, congratulations to the New Orleans Saints. They're gonna start out one and zero, and we'll see what they would do in week two. Yep, absolutely. And on to the next game. Now, we I think you skipped one. The Colts and Texans. Oh uh, yeah, mine's in a different order than yours, but we'll go oh, back to the Colts, Colts, Texans, and uh, Houston Stadium. They tied 20-20. Surprisingly, we get our first tie of the season in Week 1. I mean, Davis Mills, I'll give that to you. He looked phenomenal, 23 for 37, 240 yards, no interceptions. Matt Ryan, on the other hand. a competent offensive line. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you give him a competent offensive line, I mean, there was one throw that Davis Mills had. If he'd led Brandon Cooks, it would have been a touchdown that ended up being a field goal. But um, besides that, I think Davis Mills looked absolutely sharp yep and then Matt Ryan for his Colts CB who's 32 for 50 352 yards uh JT had 31 carries 161 yards Michael Pittman had nine receptions 121 yards um I'm saying this if you're this Colts team and you have these weapons you have Matt Ryan now a former Super Bowl appearance quarterback you have Michael Pittman uh, honestly a great receiver you have Jonathan Taylor the best running back in the league you can't tie with the Texans I mean that's that's saying a lot for the Texans because honestly they look great in this game I like them um but uh, the Texans also gave up 17 points in the fourth quarter. But overall, I think the Colts got to do better. Texans keep it up. Um, technically, the Texans are undefeated. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, Lovey Smith neither gets yeah. a win or a loss in his uh, Texans debut. Davis Mills will be very mm-hmm. sharp in this game. I think he showed he built off of what he ended the season on. He looked very, very good. 23 37 240 yards and two touchdowns i mean that's that's a very solid performance especially with the talent that he has around him he doesn't have that much talent around him the offensive line's pretty bad in houston uh so i I think it's great i think but i think on the other side the indianapolis colt it was a very very much of a struggle it looked like matt ryan was carson wentz and carson wentz was matt ryan yeah for a sec uh yesterday and then it flip-flopped both back and forth too. Uh, Matt Ryan had to lean him back to uh, to go to overtime, so you got to give him that. He scored 17 points in the fourth quarter to lead the guys back to uh, tie the game up. But uh, 32 of 50, it's not very good. Uh, you throw the ball 50 times, and <laughs> you're just like desperation, and then you just you use too much of JT. Yeah, I I, I like my my fantasy team, but he's just 31 carries. That's a lot of carries for a running back, mm-hmm. uh, especially this early in the season. 161 yards and touchdown. Uh, I I don't know what they're they, they got to figure something out to maybe disperse the load a little bit more evenly. Um, 
sound like they were throwing the ball too, but they just need to figure something out on the offensive side of the ball. You can't come away with a, a tie. But they're leading their division with a tie, so. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a good performance for both teams. Both teams came out to play, so. Mm-hmm. I think uh, let's go on to the next game. Yep, absolutely. On to the next game. Speaking of uh, Carson Wentz, go to the Commanders Jaguars right now. Um, Commanders debut as the Commanders. Carson Wentz debut as Commander. He's 27 for 41, 313 yards, two interceptions. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was 24 for 42, 275 yards for and one interception. Uh, Antonio Gibson was 14, uh, 14 carries, 58 receptions. Um, and then James Robinson had 11 carries for 66 yards. Um, absolutely. I, I was watching this game a bit on Red Zone. I saw a few peaks of it. I saw Scary Terry going off, uh, the new guy for the, um, Washington, Jahan Dotson. He got a couple receptions, two touchdowns. It's great for them. Um, I mean, if you're the commanders, uh, pretty much Carson Wentz, I think he's a filler quarterback until next year they could draft a better quarterback. We'll have to see what happens because he did, he did look pretty sharp, although he's through only 27 completions, two picks. I mean, he, there's some room for improvement there, but considering you're against the Jaguars, you can't be losing or winning the game by that much points. I mean, this Washington team's to me, they're, they're very dangerous. They could... They can definitely win their division, and I'm not joking with that. They they could win their division with the the amount of talent they have on their team. Antonio Gibson showing up at Words in camp where we heard reports that he was with the punt team. He was not doing very good. Well, he showed up in this first game very well. They got Scary Terry. Curtis Samuel had himself a day yesterday. He was making a lot of highlights on there. Jahan Dotson, the rookie, catching two touchdown passes. He yep. was when the clutch he came up and uh th- they got some guys on there if they stay healthy that they're they're a very good team i mean mm-hmm. they lost a couple people on the offensive line this season i know that was kind of the worry coming into the season but uh i mean washington looked very very good and as long as carson wentz keeps playing how he played and mm-hmm. if he cleans up the interceptions a bit i mean you can get to carson Wentz mvp for because i mean he is a very capable quarterback in the right system, and I, I think he did very, very well last night. But now pivoting, not last night, uh, yesterday, uh, but pivoting over the Jacksonville Jaguars, I was very surprised in this team. I, this team moved the ball downfield with ease. I think it was it was very easy for them. I think they got a lot of weapons. I don't think people are are giving them enough credit. I mean, they paid Christian Kirk. He showed up in this game. He got six grads or 117 yards. Yes, he didn't mm-hmm. get a touchdown, but you know what the Jags kind of struggled in the red zone getting it in I um, I know Travis Etienne dropped dropped a touchdown basically a touchdown I was pretty mad about that because I have him in fantasy and then uh and then Tra- and then um Trevor Lawrence overflew, overthrew Travis Etienne for a wide open touchdown so I think it was it was a little both back and forth college teammates kind of getting together yeah. and I think they'll clean that up I think if you take those two touchdowns, I mean, the Jaguars win this game. I think uh, I another mean, big thing that helped the Jaguars in the offseason is they went out, they set out, got a new coach. They also got Trevor Lawrence a bunch of protection on the O-line, getting that, uh, forget his name, he came from the Commanders, but uh, he's on the O-line, he's a great offensive lineman. Get Trevor Lawrence some protection, he could really ball out. I mean, honestly, I look at the running back situation, Jacksonville, I think it's the best situation you can have. I mean, James Robinson had 11 carries for 66 yards. He looked very good and, and very sharp after his injury. Um, then Travis Etienne only had four carries for 47 yards. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. That's insane. Having an average yard of 11.8 on a handoff. That's insane. I think they need to dis- I think they need to disperse that a little bit more. And I think they need to give Travis Etienne some more reps and then James Robinson some more reps, but I like how they're using them. I like how Doug Peterson is and I don't think this I think this team will be able to build. I think Trevor Lawrence on the year will be very good towards the end of the year. I think we'll see that. And as long as they can capitalize in the end zone, I like how this Jaguars team is living. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on to the next game. This one was very close, and I think uh, one of these teams should have won it. But uh, Steelers-Bengals. Mitch Trubisky making his Steelers debut, coming out with the win in overtime as well. Also, another thing I want to point out from the Sunday, a lot of missed field goals by kickers on on every team pretty much. Bears, I know, had two, but that was a rough condition. Steelers had a couple. Evan McPherson had a couple. Um, uh, kicks back and misses uh, back and forth. But also, uh, overall, Mitchell Trubisky is 21-38, 194 yards. No interceptions. Um, Joe Burr was 33-53. Uh, for 53. Big thing here. Four interceptions, 338 yards. If you're Joey B, you can't be throwing those interceptions. Jamar Chase had 10 receptions for 129 yards. Bengals got off to a rough start. Um, I think they could have very well won this game if it came down to it. I think they missed the game-winning field goal, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, very close game, very back and forth. Um, I think we've, we've finally found out what the Pittsburgh Steelers and their ceiling is this year. And I think this game shows their exact uh, ceiling. Joe Burrow threw four interceptions. And yet, it wasn't enough to win in regulation. It wasn't, and it was barely enough to win in overtime. I think we we saw yesterday what the Steelers can be and will be this year. If the Steelers win, it's going to look like this every single game. Mitch Trubisky is good when you give him a game plan. That was shown in Chicago when he had Matt Nagy. If you give him a till execute a twelve plan game, like twelve plays, he'll execute around that twelve play minimum and then after that when you ask him to improvise get out of the pocket and make something happen he can't mm-hmm. we saw that yesterday I, I think this Pittsburgh team is in danger of a lot I mean Joe Burrow threw four interceptions and you could not win in regulation mm-hmm. and you barely won in overtime yes Pittsburgh is happy because they won but I think there's some glaring issues there Najee Harris also with a foot injury mm-hmm. and another he didn't look too sharp in that game Big thing. And uh, T.J. Watt yep. went out with a pectoral. That could be season-ending. So now you don't have one of your biggest defensive players. Yeah. And uh, your quarterback's not as good to overcome that. It's going to be very hard for the Steelers team to 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 win a few games. I mean, they had a they had a decent showing, but they just I don't know if they could uh, they can do it. And now looking at the other side with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, I, I believe this isn't the end. I think they'll, they'll improve. They'll get better as long as they clean up some of those turnovers. They should be very good. Uh, Jamar Chase had himself a day with 10 receptions, 129 yards, and touchdown. He he played very good. Joe Mixon played very good. Uh, T. Higgins went out with an injury. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, see if they can fill his, his slot. But I think, uh, I think the Cincinnati team, just don't panic. Get back to the drawing board. You can win the division still. Mm-hmm. And I know this was a divisional loss, and it hurts. Week one, it hurts. But um, I think they have a pretty good shot at, at winning the division. They just got to bounce back. Just bounce back. All right, moving on to the next game. This one's a very surprising one. Uh, 
Lions and Eagles. Eagles coming on top, 38-35. Um, Lions actually performed really well this game, putting up a lot of points, actually, for the Lions. Jared Goff was 21 for 37, one interception, two touchdowns. DeAndre Swift had 15 carries, 144 yards. And a guy who went off had a lot of targets, 12 targets. Amonra St. Brown, eight receptions, 64 yards. Um, and for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts was 18 for 32. Not great. 243 yards, no interceptions, no touchdowns. Miles Sanders was uh, 13 carries and 96 yards. A.J. Brown had 10 receptions, 155 yards since the Eagles debut. I think A.J. Brown is going to be a very big threat for that division and for that Eagles team itself. I mean, looking at this game, I think you see Dan Campbell was very coming into this game. He wanted this win. I, he he needed yeah. this win for his program. I, I think, but I think the way this Detroit team was in it the whole time, they could have gave up in that fourth quarter and let the let the Eagles do their thing, but they didn't. They kept fighting and fighting. They had a score in every single quarter. They played very very good. I I don't think they should they should dwell on that because I think they have a chance to maybe get second in the division or. Uh, continue to uh develop and be very good as my roommates just walked in the room as i'm doing a podcast um seven hours of uninterrupted yes yeah, seven hours of uninterrupted football that's what i kept saying yesterday yeah yeah you guys going to eat okay cool but uh jared goff played very good in this uh in this yeah. game I, I felt like he played very good i think jared goff when given a game plan kind of like trubisky i think he's a little bit better than trubisky but we've seen him have success before. I, mm-hmm. I think he's a good quarterback. I think if he just cleans up that interception, I think Detroit has a good chance of winning this game because that interception was a pick six. Uh, I do think Derek Goff cleans that up. I think he could be very good. I think DeAndre Swift had a very good game. They had a very good – they balanced the the load a lot did, between yeah. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. I think they did uh, – Swift had 15 carries. Of course, you're going to give him a little bit more than Jamal Williams, but uh, I think they both performed very good. Jamal Williams got two touchdowns. I mean, if you're looking at that fantasy owners, that could be a guy that maybe snag up because he's getting the red zone uh, uh, reps. But um, Amon Ron St. Brown had a very good day with eight receptions, 60, mm-hmm. 64 yards, one touchdown. I know early he kind of struggled. He gave some fantasy owners some worries, but then he kept uh, catching balls and kept doing good, and he got a touchdown, which was very good. DJ Clark looked very good, very good addition from the team. Um, uh, I thought that was a, it was a very good addition. He performed four receptions, 52 yards, and a touchdown. And uh, I think Detroit shouldn't hang their hat, hat over that. I think they should co- come back to the drawing board because I definitely think they can win some games in the future. Now looking at the other side, Philadelphia Eagles, I think Jalen Hurts had a pretty decent showing. I think he could be better. I think he still had a tendency of tucking the ball in and running, which is good. Mm-hmm. But I also think he needs to look upfield because A.J. Brown should have had a bit more. He already had 10 receptions for 155 yards, but I think in this game the Lions missed a few coverages in a couple plays where A.J. Brown could could have gotten a, a couple touchdowns off of that. But – uh. And I also think that um, the run game was pretty good with Miles Sanders for 13 carries and 96 yards. But uh, Jalen Hurts carrying the ball 17 times. That needs to stop, in my opinion. Yeah. I think they need to uh, filter down to about maybe eight times he leaves the pocket and runs the ball. I, I don't think 
that's too many carries in my opinion to maybe get hurt. I don't like that. They do have a competent backup in Gardner Minshew, but I don't know if that's that's going to help you win a lot of games. Yeah. Um, but I think the Eagles showed up, and they showed up very well, and they, they played very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't let your star guy get hurt. All right, moving on to the next game. I found this one very interesting. Uh, the Miami Dolphins and New England Patriots. Miami Dolphins coming on top 22-7. Uh, 2-0 was 23 for 33. Uh, Mac Jones was 21 for 30. Mac Jones actually had the better stats, but... Uh, Mac Jones threw a pick, Tua didn't. Uh, for this Miami team, they look great off the start. Tyreek Hill is the heart of this offense now, I believe. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle could be a problem if Tua could get the ball to them. Tyreek looked amazing in this game. I think he had 12 targets. Uh, Jalen Waddle had 5. Um, and for the Patriots, on the other hand, you guys need to get things together. I get it's week one, but you're in this tough division. Now you got the Dolphins in that division. you got the Bills in that division. That's two teams that are very uh, very contending in that same division. So you got to step it up. Mac Jones... Um, Damian, Damian Harris had nine carries, 48 yards. Um, Jacoby Myers, they don't really have many receivers. They only had, Jacoby Myers had four receptions. It was pretty spread out around their, along the receiving board. But I think they need more receivers. They need that guy. They need that main guy for the receiving uh, receiving core. I think the problem, I'm going to start with the Patriots here. Yeah. And I think the problem is dwelling and is it is rapidly increasing in New England and I think the problem is Bill Belichick here hold let me explain why I think it's Bill Belichick I think after winning seven Super Bowls he's kind of got a little bit stale and is not coming with the times I think his ignorance of saying Matt Patricia a coach is a coach so he can coach our offense he knows a bit of offensive things. Well, he was a defense. He's a defensive coach, and I think the ignorance to put a defensive coach as your offensive coordinator to say a coach is a coach. I think you're not moving with how the NFL is moving and how people are winning games. I think you need Mac Jones needs support. He needs support, and I don't think Matt Patricia is giving him the support that uh, Josh McDaniels gave him. Mm-hmm. I believe that uh, this Patriots team is going to struggle. There's not that much talent on this team. Uh, on the offensive side, catching the ball, a lot of it, I think they're going to struggle this year. And I think they need to actually get an offensive coordinator for Mac Jones to develop with. Very much. There's so. a lot of guys that need support. Derek Carr needs support. He needs that support. We saw what Kirk Cousins did when he had support this week. Mm-hmm. If you have a good offensive coach to put around your quarterback, he can succeed. And I think they're failing, they're failing Mac Jones with that. But now, flip side on Miami's side, they had an, a new coach and Tua, basically toyed with Bill Belichick all day. Yeah, which is not not on Bill Belichick like. I mean, he should have had this game won, but. Looking at the Miami, they did a very good job at uh, at um, throwing the ball. Tyreek Hill had a very good day. Jalen Waddell had a good day. Um, I think it was very ballsy of his decision on a fourth and one to throw the ball up mm-hmm. and get a touchdown. I mean, that was kind of ballsy, and uh, it paid off. But... I think Miami needs to build on this, and I think they could do a very good job. I think Tua looked very sharp for for how he played. 
He's not going to be the best. He's not going to be the worst. But I think that Miami team could get something going. Yeah, very much so. I like that team. I like to have Raheem Mostert as well. I know he's made a glass, but you get him a couple touches. He's a really quick guy with Chase Edmonds. That's that's two guys in rushing, and that's two guys in receiving that you could split reps with. They're all very talented. So I want to see what this what happens, what's going to happen with this Miami team this year. I'd also be interested in some matchups between the Bills and Miami, considering they both did really well this week. All right, moving on to our next matchup. Um, really, one that stood out to me the Giants and Titans. The Ti- Giants uh, coming out on top because their new coach, uh, Brian Dable, they got the touchdown. He's like, all right, boys, we want to go for two. And then his guy said, F yeah. And then they went for two, won the game on that. They stopped the Titans. And there you go. I think the fact that they left the door open said to him, they left the door open when yeah. we... It was very ballsy in that market. If you don't make that too, you're gonna hear it. And they yeah, hit yeah. too, and uh, and uh, they missed the game-winning field goal on Tennessee. So I, I think it was a good game. Saquon Barkley went off in this game, and I was yelling at him in the first quarter, just hand the ball off to Saquon, hand the ball off to Saquon, because Daniel Jones wasn't getting it done. Just hand it off, freaking Saquon. Well, when they handed it off to Saquon, giving it. 18 times he ran for 164 yards and a, and a touchdown absolutely phenomenal day by saquon I, yeah, and, I, think, uh, I think that that helped them win but i'm surprised that the giants came back in this game yeah absolutely i mean derrick henry at 21 carries 82 yards that's not derrick henry numbers but it's week one i get that but this is what the giants need brand new coach um, Daniel Jones didn't really pass as much. He had 21 attempts and 17 completions, which is great. Um, hand the ball off to Saquon. Saquon can get it done. Sta- Saquon stays healthy. And uh, Daniel Jones get, doesn't give up any silly interceptions. This Giants team could actually be a very surprising uh, dark horse for this year. Yeah, those Derrick Henry numbers are horrific. Yeah. I mean, those are terrible numbers. Like, you had 21 carries, you only get 82 yards. Yeah. That's that's very bad, and I don't think – I think this team needed to – I think it was missing a A.J. Brown. No, I I think team. this team was missing a big piece. That's Malik Willis. <laughs> I I don't think if you put Malik Willis in this game, they have a shot at winning. Yeah. I believe Ryan Tannehill is the best shot at winning, and I do believe that Traylon Burks, though he's young, he got a couple receptions. They they're missing, yeah. They're missing AJ Brown a lot right now. I I don't know why they didn't pay him. I would have paid him and then said screw it with Ryan Tannehill. But who knows? Yeah. All right. Um, moving on to the next game. Let's get these games knocked out real quick. Um, Ravens Jets. Ravens won twenty four to nine. Lamar. Any thoughts? Oh, uh, Lamar. Not really. I think Lamar had a great throwing game more than a rushing game. He had six carries, seventeen yards for rushing, really, but it was seventeen for thirty for passing. I saw he had a couple of good dots in there. Joe Flacco did actually pretty pretty good, except he threw sixty attempts at passes. So that's a lot of that's a lot of a lot of passing for them. All right. Uh, Michael Carter with ten carries, sixty yep. yards. Who would ever think of starting Brees Hall over Michael Carter? Not, I mean, he was the obvious starter. I don't know who would ever start Brees Hall in over fantasy. Michael I would never Carter pick him in, in fantasy. fantasy. I don't. Th- I don't think. I don't think anyone should have started Brees Hall. Last week, but I, I think somebody did, didn't? Didn't somebody? No, 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 I, no, no, no. Let's let's look up. Let's look up. All right, on to our next Andrew's game. We got a team. No, 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 no. I think this is very important. I think the people should know how you did in fantasy football. 
Nah. All right. Well, okay. We'll, we'll just say the how many points he scored. He scored ninety four point three eight points. Well, he considering... got beat by a guy who scored one hundred forty six point five seven. Well, considering I had Joey B who threw four picks. And I don't know. All right, on to the next game. I don't care about fantasy. <laughs> um, we had uh, Cleveland Browns at Carolina Panthers. Uh, Cleveland Browns coming on with the game, winning field goal, twenty six to twenty four. Baker Mayfield's revenge game did not come out on top. Browns getting their first win, our first week one win, I think, since 2004 or something. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, 18 for 34, 147 yards. He's their temporary guy until Deshaun gets back. Nick Chubb, 22 carries, 141 yards. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, six receptions, 60 yards. Mari Cooper only had three receptions for 17 yards in his Browns debut. Um, uh, Christian McCaffrey had 10 carries, 33 yards. you got to give that guy the ball more. He, he's he's a weapon when he when he runs he's a weapon I get he, he's made of glass as well but hand him the ball more he's a weapon all right which game are we on Cleveland Browns Carolina Panthers yeah I don't really have much thoughts on it you can just continue after that all right this so, is Baker Baker's uh, non revenge yes. revenge game I think I yes. guess uh, the Browns look very good for not having a quarterback so yes on to the next game. Packers-Vikings. I know us Bears fans are really happy about this. Justin Jefferson went off. Packers look very sloppy. Um, first play of the game, Aaron Rodgers throws a 50-yard bomb to their brand-new receiver, Christian Watson, right through his hands, um, which would have easily been a touchdown and started off the game great. Um, Aaron Rodgers is 22 for 34, 195 yards and a pick. He threw a, his first pick against an NFC uh, North team since 2018 or something like that. Um, very sloppy game for the Green Bay Packers, but we know what happened last year. They lost the first week against the Saints, and then they went out for the rest of the season. Vikings, on the other hand, phenomenal game. Kirk Cousins with 23 for 32, 277 yards. Dalvin Cook had 20 rushes for uh, 90 yards, and Justin Jefferson had 9 receptions, 184 yards. The thing that's scary about Justin Jefferson is how he's still this, how he's so young and he's going off. So, like, kind of like uh, Randy Moss early in his career. I mean, I, I think the Minnesota Vikings, you saw what having an offensive-minded coach, a different coaching staff in there would do, mm-hmm. is is help Kirk Cousins become what, what he is. I mean, Kirk Cousins is a damn good football player. People forget that. Yeah. He, he is a damn good football player. There, there's a lot of teams that would love to have Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. And I think if you support him in the right way, he can win you a lot of games. And I think you'll see in my hot takes, I have a couple – of Vikings hot takes, but I think he did a very good job. I think the Minnesota Vikings did a very good job, defensive-wise and offensive-wise, of beating the Packers. And I think Aaron Rodgers not having Devontae Adams definitely hurt. I think you can't say that they didn't. I mean, Devontae Adams himself got more receiving yards than all the, uh, all the Green Bay receivers combined, so I think that's, that, that says something. But I definitely think that um, – They'll, they'll turn it around, and I think the Packers will get back to the drawing board. It's Aaron freaking Rodgers. So yeah, exactly. He's, he's going to do exactly what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to the next game. Uh, do you want to do the Chargers-Raiders? Yeah, Chargers-Raiders. Ra- Chargers coming back against a uh, uh, playoff game last year, wild card game that the Chargers technically should have won, I think. Uh, Derek, Carr, Derek Carr needs help in the coaching staff, like you mentioned earlier. Devontae Adams did go off for his first game as a Raider, uh, 10 receptions, 141 yards. Uh, Derek Carr was 22 for 37, three picks. Um, they really didn't run the ball more that much. Josh Jacobs had 10 receptions for 57 yards. Chargers, on the other hand, they look phenomenal. Khalil Mack had three tackle for losses and uh, I think two sacks. I'm so happy for him. Uh, 
former Bear, we know that uh, Justin Herbert was 26 for 34, 279 yards. Austin Eckler, 14 carries, 36 yards. Not great for fantasy. Uh, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Carter, and Gerald Everett all got over 50 yards and four receptions, which is great for them. Um, any opinions on this game? Um, I definitely think about the Raiders. It's not time to panic. I yeah. think Derek Carr had a wishy-washy day. I think he'll get a lot better, and I think come the next next time they play each other, I think it's going to be a lot better. I think they'll get a little bit more answers on how to block with that offensive line and yeah. how to get a little bit better. Um, I did like Devontae Adams play a key injury on the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Keenan Allen went out with an injury. That's that's not good. Um, but I think they filled in very well with the amount of wide receivers that they do have and their depth. Uh, I did like how the Chargers played. They played very good. Justin Herbert played very good. Three touchdowns. I think if Derek Carr cleans up the interceptions, this game's a lot closer and it comes down to the wire. Yeah, we saw glimpses of how the Derek Carr and Devontae Adams connection could be in the future. All right, moving on to the next game, the Chiefs and Cardinals. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did go off in this game, throwing for five touchdowns. Um, Travis Kelsey is a big target. Uh, as we know, Juju had six receptions, 79 yards. MBS in his, uh, both their, or MBS's debut, four receptions, 44 yards. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes likes having that uh, Juju connection there. Because Tyreek isn't there yet to distribute the ball a little more, maybe target Travis Kelsey a bit more. But, uh, yeah, this Chiefs team is a Chiefs team that we're used to, so. I mean, it's just the Chiefs. They did very well. Yeah. I mean, what what, what can you say? Um, I I mean, they played very well. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP right now. Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray didn't show up. I ex I didn't expect I expected this game to be a little bit closer than it was. Yeah. They didn't show up at all. They they played absolutely terrible, and I think they need to go back to the drawing board. And I think you'll see why. I don't think they have a good head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. I don't think he's very good. And I think he's getting exposed right now. His offense is not very good. And I think Kyler Murray isn't as good as people are saying. I think exactly. he can be good at times, but I, I don't I don't like the performance yesterday from that uh, Arizona. I think they're missing a lot of D Hop. And then they need to they need to go back to the drawing board. Alright, yeah. Moving on to the final game of the week, Dallas Cowboys and Buccaneers. What's your opinions? Uh, Dallas sucks. Yeah, absolutely. The Cowgirls are going under five hundred. Cowgirls are going zero seventeen. Uh, maybe they'll win a game. Yeah, they look bad. Tom Brady looked bad. It was a terrible game. I mean, Tom Brady got sacked. It seemed like every time I looked back at the game, he was either getting sacked or getting hit. This offensive line is ravaged, and I don't think they'll win. A Super Bowl this year with that offensive line. It, it was absolutely terrible. It was terrible. The only thing that seemed to be going was uh, the running game, I guess. I mean, the passing game, I guess it had a bit its moments, but I think it, it didn't look very nice, in my opinion. And uh, Chris Cabin went out with another injury, so I don't think that helps. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Tom Brady looks like Tom Brady that we know, uh, 18. Uh... Eight, or 27 attempts, 18 completions. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 21 carries, 127 yards. Julio, Julio actually went off this game. Uh, three receptions, 69 yards. Uh, I would bet you Tom Brady loves a connection. Oh, Mike Evans, five receptions, 71 yards. I think this Bucks team is going to be... Everyone stays healthy. We already know Chris, Chris Godwin's hurt again, but everyone stays healthy. That's here now. Keem Hicks is a really big help on that defense, but this team could be very, very good in the upcoming year. 
I'll pivot into some NFL news. We kind of touched on it, but uh, TJ Watt and Dak Prescott with an injury. Dak's injury is with the hand. He might be out several weeks, which could hurt the Cowboys. It will, will hurt the Cowboys. And um, and uh, TJ Watt is suspected to be a torn pectoral. We don't know yet. We'll find out later in this week. But um, uh, that's all I got. What do you got? Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much the only big news that I have seen, other than all the kickers missing a bunch of field goals. All right, yeah, let's move on to our next segment. True. Hot takes. All right, I'll go first. Um, as a Bears fan, I think the Bears are going above 500. <laughs> the Packers will struggle, and the Broncos or Raiders will be last in their division. Uh, I, I I I don't know if I agree with the first two. Well, that's why it's that's why the segment is called hot takes. I I know it's hot takes, but those are a little bit hotter than normal. I think well, the Bears going above five hundred is a very big stretch. That offense looked absolutely terrible, and they just barely managed to get nineteen points. Uh, they got no weapons besides Darnell Mooney. So I think we need to pump the brakes on that one a bit. I think the Packers will struggle, but I think they will get more wins than the Bears this year, and I think they will still make the playoffs. Yeah. The Broncos, Raiders, I, I think that could be a very good possibility because both of those – yeah, well, the, one of those two teams will make. Yeah, because the, Chargers, be and, the or Chargers and Chiefs are obviously going to lead the division. But. Yeah. Um, My first hot take is the Cowgirls. Are not going 500 this year and are going to finish last in their division. I think that's a bit of much of a stretch. I think the reality is the Giants will finish last. The Cowgirls will finish second to last. Yeah, but yeah. I do think that it's a very good possibility with Dak out for several weeks that they do get their butt handed to them and they can't yeah. do very well. Uh, my second hot take is that Justin Jefferson is going to be the number one wide receiver in the league this year. He's going to have more than 2,000 years receiving. He's going to have a Randy Moss-type season. I think so, yeah. I think I he's going to have a lot of touchdowns, a lot of receptions. He's going to be very good. Mm-hmm. I think my third one is the Vikings will win the North, but not only will they win the North, they will be the number one seed in the NFC come playoff time. Yeah, that is a good hot take. I think they have a solid team it, with a new coaching staff. It's a very, very good possibility because I don't believe that there's anyone in the NFC that could – I looked at their schedule, and their schedule really lines up with it. If they just get a lot of wins, they'll be the number one seed. Not meaning they'll be the best team in the NFC. We saw that last year. The Titans are the number one seed in the uh, AFC. They weren't the best team. We all knew they weren't the best team. They just had the best schedule. So you just got to do the schedules and all about that. But that wraps up Hot Takes. And now we're heading into a new segment, Fill in the Blank. Read a statement, then we are going to answer what is what's it going to be. You'll get the gist when we say the first one. The first one is the team that I'm not worried about is blank. Who is your team? Uh, I'd have to say, backing off what you said, the Vikings. I think they have a very solid team. Not many injuries on that team, so we'll have to see where it goes. I, I don't think uh, I, 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 there wasn't any worries for me about the Vikings. Uh, the team that I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about the Packers. I mean, I'm not worried about them at all. 
I think Aaron Rodgers get, gets back to the drawing board. He gets Alan Lazard back, hopefully. And I think they'll, he'll start getting developing with some of his wide receivers. I'm not worried about the Packers at all, to be honest. They got Aaron Rodgers. They got a solid defense. I think they'll they'll turn things around very quickly. And I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they'll be a playoff team. Yeah, absolutely. A, a new head coach with an impressive debut is... Um, I'd have to say personally for me, I forget his name, the Dolphins head coach, the brand new guy. Um, Dolphins did great. I was just about to say. Yeah. Um, remember his name? What? Do you remember his name? Mike, Mike McDaniel. Yeah, Mike McDaniel, yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, I'd say him. Uh, Dolphins look phenomenal, that new Tyreek edition. I'm gonna cheat off of this one a little bit, and I know they didn't get a win, but I'm most impressed, and I know he's not a head, he's not a new head coach, but he's in a new situation. I want to pick Doug Peterson. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm cheating a little bit, but I think Doug Peterson had a very good day as a head coach. I think they just barely lost, and I think that that team looked very good. It did look very good, and they need to clean up a few different things, but I think offensively they looked very good, and I think they could grow off of that, and I think that's what Trevor Lawrence definitely needed as a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team that I'm most worried about team that I'm most worried about? Ah, oh, gosh. I'd have to say the New England Patriots. Nothing really stood out for me in that game, really. It was just all sloppy football. Ugh, yeah. I'm going to have to go with... Um, I can go with two teams here. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys. Yeah. I guess I'll go with the Cowboys. I'm most worried because Dak's out. And I'm most worried because... Um, Team just didn't didn't look good last night. I don't know what it was. It just didn't look good offensively, uh, even when Dak was playing. So they needed to go back to the drawing board and get something up. Uh, I was also going to say the Cardinals. The Cardinals didn't look very good at all. They got blown out. So I, I, I don't know about that. But um, the player that I'm most impressed with week one. Oh, I'd have to say... I'd have to say Justin Jefferson or Devontae Adams. Both of them really stood out to me. Okay, you'd say Justin Jefferson, yeah. Devontae Adams. I'm going to say Saquon Barkley, who single-handedly oh, yeah, yeah. carried the New York Giants to win that game. I think he, he single-handedly definitely did that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. have to agree with you on that one. Um, okay. The team that surprised you most in week one? Ooh, I'd have to say, even though they didn't win, I'd say the Lions. They looked great. I mean, um, for competing against an Eagles team that has such high standards, I think I think the Lions didn't do bad with Dan Campbell there. I think I could go two ways. I can go with the Falcons, or I can go with the Jags, or I can go with the Texans. And I'm going to end up going with the Texans. I don't think anyone thought the Texans were going to be very, very good this year. But Davis Mills showing what he's got. He tied that game. Even though they didn't win, they tied. Um, I don't think that team looks too bad. I think they they grow on this year. I think Davis Mills is going to have a good season. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with you. Okay. So that wraps up our show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Oh, wait. 
No, that doesn't. Don't we got to pick next week? Yeah, let's pick. I forget we got to pick next week. Yeah, let's pick. That's my bad. I didn't. (laughs) I forgot about that. All right. I was like, wait, we didn't pick next week. Let's pick. Let's pick real quick. Well, we'll do a speed round because I know this episode's a lot. Yeah. Already. Let me let me write them down. Thursday. Let me write them down. Thursday night. Oh, you're writing them down. Yeah, I'm gonna write them down. Thursday night football. The Chargers are going against the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Who do you got winning this game? Um. You know, it could go either way. I think I'm going to say the Chargers are going to pull an upset. I'd say the Chargers. I'll go with the Chiefs here. I mean, they're at Arrowhead Stadium. It's electric. Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead. Very, very good. Um, I, 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 there's key injuries. Yeah. Uh, Keenan Allen is questionable. J.C. Jackson is out. So um, I don't know if the Chargers can do it. So uh, let's, let's go to the next one. Texans at Broncos. Who do you got in this one? Um, I'm going to have to take Broncos here. Although we haven't seen the Broncos play, I'm going to have to take Broncos. I'm going to have to take Broncos as sadly as I, I do love Davis Mills and how he's playing. I don't think they'll match up against the Denver Broncos. I just think they got a bit more talent on that team. And they got an actual offensive line. Yeah. So let's go to the next one the bears packers sunday night football bears traveling the lambeau field who do you think is going to get the victory i'm gonna say bears bear down baby uh i think the bears have a 10.4 percent chance of winning the game give me the green bay packers they get a comeback yeah what was the percentage against the niners i think it was 30 well i think the bears gonna bounce back um injury report Bayless Jones is out. Uh, Alan Lazard right now is out. Who knows? That could change. Yeah. It's early in the week. Uh, but uh, the Green Bay Packers will win this game. They'll get a bounce back. Heading into the next game. Jets traveling to the Browns. Who do you got in this one? Uh, I think I'm going to have to take the Browns here. I'm going to have to take the Browns as well. Browns at home. They look very crisp, and I think they can continue that. But Zach Wilson out definitely doesn't help. Uh, the Commanders traveling to the Lions. Who do you got in this one? You know, I'm going to have to say Lions here. I want to see I'm gonna see Dan Campbell get the first win of the season in week two. Um, I'll take Washington in this one. I think Washington looked very good, and I think with its wide receivers, I think it will look even better. Yeah. I'll take Washington. Okay. The Buccaneers traveling to the Saints. Who do you have win in this one? I'm going to have to say Bucks. I believe in TV 12 again. I'm going to go New Orleans Saints. I think the Saints looked very good yesterday. I think they clicked finally. Um, they'll, they'll definitely, I think they'll win this game. I think Brady struggles playing against this defense in New Orleans Saints. And I think that uh, Jameis can get another win in New Orleans. Um Let's head to the Panthers at the Giants. Who do you think win in this game? Um, you know, I'm gonna have to throw it out there. I'm gonna say Giants are gonna be two and zero. I'm gonna go with Carolina then. I like Baker Mayfield a lot better than uh Daniel Jones, and we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Then we'll have the Patriots traveling to the Steelers. Who do you got in this one? I'm gonna have to say Steelers. Pass did not look. Uh, pass didn't look great enough for me to pick him. I'm going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers in this one. I think they'll manage the game very well, and they'll come out with a victory, especially at home. Yeah. 
So let's go to the next one. The Colts at the Jaguars. Who do you got winning this one? I think Colts are going to take this one. I think the Jags are going to win this one. Uh, at, at Jacksonville, it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. It's always it's always uh, Florida weather. Yeah. I don't think Indianapolis Colts looked very good. I think they finally came back out and they played decently. But I think the Jacksonville Jaguars played a lot very good too. I think they get those red zone uh, touchdowns. I think the Jags are going to actually pull up the upset and win. Yep. Uh, Dolphins traveling to the Ravens. Who do you got in this one? Um, you know, I'm going to have to say Dolphins here. I think the Dolphins are – I don't know who's uh, predicted to win this, but I'm going to say the Dolphins. Dolphins? I'm going to say Baltimore. Okay. Baltimore's at home. It's Lamar Jackson. Give me Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. It's going to be a good game regardless, I think. Falcons traveling to Rams. I got the Rams. Yeah, and that's just a no-brainer. Uh, Seahawks traveling to 49ers. Give me the 49ers yep. and bounce back. Bengals traveling to the Cowboys. Give me the Bengals. Um, Bengals to Cowboys. You know, I'll say Bengals too. The Cardinals traveling to the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Yeah, I'll take the Raiders as well. <laughs> yeah, those are just teams that I just yeah. think, okay, the Raiders will, will get it. Okay, Monday Night Football, we have two games, I guess, right? Yeah, two games on Monday. That's weird. Why? I have no clue. Bills, Titans. I'll take Bills. Why on do that we have one. two games in a month? Okay. I don't know. Uh, give me the Bills. Yeah. Give me the Vikes. I'll take Vikings as well. <laughs> Those are just no-brainer picks. Well, we'll have to see what happens there. Yeah, that's just what I'm what I'm gonna take. Oh, I just gotta stretch out. Well, this has been a good episode of the Anytime Sports Podcast Show. If you do like it, please like and subscribe to our channel if you have not already. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. For a good time, like yes, please. I couldn't hear you inside the party. I wanna know what you said. Ay. I wanna know what's on your mind. What's going on in your head? Ay. I ain't saying that it's all love, but you can call me up if you need a friend. Know that old saying back when nothing good happens after 3 a.m. Man, shit, let's prove them wrong.